Well, uh, hello and uh, welcome to our podcast. Uh, this is uh, Doug Schur, and I'm interviewing, uh, interviewing Glenn Tinkoff here today. Uh, I'm uh, doing. We're doing this podcast on behalf of the uh, mentoring committee at East, uh, and uh, I am again, as I mentioned, Doug Schur. I'm the uh, trauma medical director at, at Barnes Jewish Hospital, and I am on the mentoring committee uh, for the Eastern Association for the Surgery of Trauma. Uh, today, we're going to have a discussion with uh, Glenn Tinkoff. Uh, many of you listening probably know uh, Glenn mostly as our volleyball, uh, sorry, dodgeball referee at East. Uh, but more importantly, he has a important uh, clinical role. He's uh, recently uh, moved to Cleveland and is the division and system chief there uh, of trauma and acute care surgery at University Hospitals in the uh, Cleveland Medical Center and a professor there in the Department of Surgery at Case Western Reserve. Uh, welcome, Glenn. Uh, thank you, Doug, and I, I appreciate it. Yes, I, I think more of our community know, knows me for my dodgeball and than uh, than for my uh, my my uh, career. But uh, this is I, I'm 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 um, it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, I'm, I'm very uh, honored to be recognized as a mentor, a senior mentor. Well, in full disclosure, I, I picked you. One of the reasons is uh, in East, you were a mentor of mine even before we had dodgeball. So. Uh, uh, I think that's great, and, and I know you've been out and helped us with uh, some of our meetings otherwise, so again, thank you. So today yeah. we wanted to talk a little bit about senior mentoring, and I know that sounds funny because most of our mentors we think of as seniors and trying to help juniors uh, get through things, but in general we're going to try and talk about some of the things that actually uh, start to affect uh, senior, not only mentoring, but how they're mentored as they get towards the uh, end of their career or the later parts of their career uh, as I say, later, more experienced, older, and other things. I don't ever mean any offense to anybody, including Dr. Kinkoff, but uh, we're trying to understand people that are at least on the seniors committee level of East uh, to, and how they are going to continue mentoring towards the later part of their career. So speaking of that, Glenn, uh, as, you're, as you're moving towards the later portion of your career, um, have you continued to find some mentors to help you, and 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 who are they as as you've moved along? Well, I just want to comment. I, I'll start by commenting on uh, senior mentoring or being a mentor in general. Uh, I think most of us uh, don't initially see us as a mentor, and it, it, we kind of grow into this. It's not a cognitive uh, thing for my, many of us. Uh, it's it's just part of the job, uh, and. Uh, it's uh, uh, we work in, in in teams, we work in groups, and uh, you know the stages of a career are uh, such that uh, you're exposed uh, to mentoring before you even know you're doing it. So it, it, it's fairly natural for us in, in in this career path. With that said, uh, it, it is interesting as as I'm at at as you stated a latter portion of my career, uh, I have. Uh, sought out mentors, uh, especially since I, I changed positions, and I, and I will go through that in the, in the course of this discussion of, uh, of why I would do that at, at the latter half of my career, the latter end of my career. Um, but the, it, that was very important to me. Is that these were mentors that that had mentored me, or I, or or colleagues that I sought as mentors, uh, being mentors, being advisors. Uh, as well as as well as uh, sage and wise advice on 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 whether to whether to take a career path 
that I was taking and, and, and how to uh, attack a complex problem. We've, and that's basically uh, people that I've used in the past. Uh, uh, inside uh, my uh, um, uh, small uh, uh, group and also external. Uh, you also uh, state in the question uh, whether that they were older or younger. Uh, you know, uh, they're both. Uh, I, some of my mentors, uh, you know, have, have been younger than me, especially outside the field, especially in the areas where I, I'm uncomfortable uh, with my uh, fund of knowledge. And, uh, uh, you know, knowing the experts in the, uh, in, the, in the field or peripheral to the field to advance our field uh, is important. And they act as mentors to me, especially as I've moved into injury prevention and advocacy. Uh, there are enormous amount of mentors on how to get things done in very difficult environments uh, like the state, go state government and, and at the federal level. Well, thanks. You know, uh, one of the things you said earlier as you got into that question was about how there's a lot of monitors uh, around, uh, or we become monitors, I'm sorry, mentors along the way. Um, do you th we have this, of course, formal mentoring pr process in the East, uh, and I think that's very helpful and people should find those in different ways. But uh, do you, how important do you think those informal mentoring moments are in, in both in our profession and, as you mentioned, maybe in, in other areas? Well, well Doug, I, and I think you know this. I, you're running a, a, a very, uh, a, you know, active program uh, with all its, uh, you know, all its uh, issues. Uh, you know, I, I see ourselves as managing chaos or, or making <laughs> the, 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 you know, making uh, the dysfunctional functional, uh, and you know, a, a, lot, a lot of that is uh, about uh, aspects of mentoring. Uh, it's about uh, um, uh, providing a, uh, a, a wise, um, sagistic, uh, a, a, a sage type of voice in, 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 in time of stress. And I think we aspire to that early in our career. Sometimes we can't achieve it. Uh, because, and that takes, you know, experience and repetition. Um, you know, after you do these things, the, you know, a trauma resuscitation uh, hundreds or thousands of times, um, you know, uh, you know when you have to move quickly and when you don't. And it's, it, those are the kind of episodes and doing it inside the moment and outside the moment and say in conference and video review. Um, and in discussions, uh, uh, across uh, a table at East uh, are, are all important in, in that aspect. And I think we mature into that role naturally. I think what East is doing is wonderful. It's, it's, it's really codifying this mentorship, making it uh, something uh, we should recognize and recognize that uh, it is part of our role as we, uh, as we um, advance in this field is to, uh, is to, is to seek out uh, those others in our field that that want our our advice and, and want our our uh, coaching and education. Okay, well, thanks again. I, I'm going to shift gears just a little bit. Um, we as as surgeons have uh, as we mature as surgeons, uh, the the youngest surgeons sometimes seem a lot different than than we're used to, and I think a lot of them are 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 <laughs> listening and and be paying attention to this and. 
really, do you find it somewhat harder to, at times, mentor the youngest surgeons in certain ways? And, and what I mean is uh, perhaps their, their family values are different than ours, or uh, the, the time constraints they're willing to spend at work may be different than what we had been used to. And do you think that affects how we're able to mentor them? And, and as a second kind of follow-up question or discussion, do you think – well, maybe it's a little bit set up but for an easier answer, but – would they benefit for someone who is maybe close to their age uh, for some of the, the more nuanced stuff about lifestyle or otherwise, but maybe some older, wiser opinions as they trying to understand a little bit more about advancement in a, in a program or in a institution? Yeah, it's, 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 it is, it is uh, a, a very good question. Um, you know, I, it, 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 I've reflected on it and, went, and uh, um, in my career, uh, am I, am I getting, am I getting too old, uh, to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, understand this generation? Two, two major factors with the, the gen, this generation, the millennials, uh, uh, digitally savvy, uh, remarkably so, I, I, you know, and with a social media imprint and, and recognition of its power and its importance. Uh, I, I can't match that. And I, and I, and they are mentors to me. Uh, it's, uh, as 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 my adult children are mentors to me in in those areas, uh, and and the other one is is a recognition that many of them trained in a in a different manner than we did in in, in work hour restriction, a recognition uh, of a of a more balanced lifestyle, um, and addressing some of the issues uh, of uh, workplace. Uh, um, uh, it, workplace issues that we have dealt with over time, uh, and uh, um, I, you know they they are uh, they are a, a generation that uh, uh, will uh, um, solve a lot of our problems. I, 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 I am very hopeful for it. No, I don't have any problem uh, being a mentor to them. I can only you know as I see mentoring, I can only bring what I I have to that. To, to, to mentoring, uh, if they're seeking me out, it's 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 because of my experience. It's because I've, I've lived through it. Um, you know, I, I don't. You know, I don't uh, um, try to uh, be something I'm not. I, I certainly can't mentor them on the digital space or the social media space. But you know, I, 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 we talked about the environments uh, we live in: the OR, the ICU, the trauma bay. Um, that's, that's where, uh, you know, uh, we, we tend to excel and, uh, tend to have our experience and tend to be able to talk about our mentoring experiences, uh, in, in that, in that venue. The other area is, uh, and you know, you know this, Doug, is, is the administrative aspects. Those are, or those are some of the most nuanced things we do, um, yes. is, it, it, and it, and that's probably where I do most of my mentoring, even to those in, in that age group, because that's the uh, that's where the uh, negotiation is uh, with administration, uh, with uh, um, those who verify us and uh, uh, and, and accredit us, and uh, and also my own uh, associates, and especially uh, with 24 years of running a uh, one of you know a, a very uh, um, a reasonably large trauma group and uh, uh, a trauma and acute care surgery group uh, that you know that that the business end of our 
our uh, our enterprise is, is is not easy, uh, and I've learned a lot, and I've I've used mentors to help me there, but I've also mentored others. Well, yeah, I think that's important, as you mentioned. Uh, there, institutional knowledge and and recognition are things that you get with time and effort, not with with someone just teaching you how. Uh, I, maybe some of the biggest things is just getting our younger folks through the door of someone who wouldn't have known who they were otherwise except they're accompanied by you. And just because you've known that guy and, and or, or a lady and seen them in the hall and talked to them a bunch of times, and it makes it, I think, an easy, easier trend, uh, transition if, if, if they know that that person's coming with you as opposed to coming on their own. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You, you want a, a series of people you can call up you know, you have enough name recognition and enough and, and, and enough FaceTime with them that you can call up and ask the difficult questions and and get get a reasonably honest answer. You know, each of us live in a kind of a different reality at times uh, in our in our uh, in our organizational structures. But the fact is, is you can get an answer that that makes sense and, and moves moves the situation along for you. And, and and that's what we we need to provide each other, and and I think that's what your your the nature of your your your, your initial question about you know mentoring uh, those those younger mentoring those that are older, you really want a network of mentors uh, to advance in in these very complex uh, organizational structures that we we work in. Well, uh, Glenn, uh, I'm glad uh, we started this as me being your friend because we're going to touch, I think, a little bit on some delicate issues, not that it's meant to be upsetting, but I know as we all move on and, and, and do get to the later part of careers, we have to think about you know us, our, our, our legacies, what we've done in the past, and, and some of these other questions that we're going to talk about evolve around some of that. And you know, we all know the the great program you built in Delaware and, and, as you mentioned, I guess 24 years in terms of being in charge of it or, or being part of it there. I also know that along the way I, you moved up to, a, I think, a more higher administrative position and were able to pass the reins on to uh, someone younger as a trauma medical director and such. How did you know, um, you know, it was time to pass that on and and, and did you? It wasn't related to what you were trying to do, or related to your younger people moving up to be in that right position. Um, can you just fill us in a little bit on your thinking in that process? I think it, I think that's part of being a, a leader um, in, in a certain area. There's there's you know generally always somebody somebody above you that you're reporting to in these organizational corporate structures. But uh, in in the domain uh, that you're responsible for. Uh, you know, one is is having the dialogue of succession, uh, understanding that that's that's important, and it's important uh, to allow paths to to achievement. Uh, you know, we, it doesn't come as some surprise, Doug, to you or I that the our you know our colleagues are ambitious, and, and uh, especially and especially uh, you know when they looking at job opportunities, that they want to know uh, can they advance. Um, and you know, I use a kind of a, a metric of uh, you know, if you take a job, uh, you, you really uh, you really want to give it two years to see if it's the right fit. If it's if you leave before then, it's probably about you more than the the organization. Um, after two years, there's about a five year window uh, that uh, you have to look up at that time and say, is, is this really my opportunity? And then and then if you stay five years, you're probably staying 
for another five, and then you have to look up again and say, you know, am I going, am I going uh, where I really want to be in my career? Uh, after 10 years, um, if you're where you are, um, you can advance, you know, you have to, generally at that time, most people are looking for a change, uh, not everybody, uh, and uh, whether it's external or internal to the organization, that's what happened to me about uh, 10 years or 12 years in is, uh, you know, I, I was offered a, uh, an oversight position. I was able to make uh, 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 free up the trauma medical directorship, uh, and uh, it was passed on at that time. And we reorganized, and I, 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 I took a vice chairmanship position, uh, running uh, emergency surgical services on a broader sense. And it, it was right at the start of our acute care surgery uh, effort, uh, and, and that 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 focused. Uh, a lot of my time on access to the operating room for urgent cases and, and so forth beyond trauma. So, so th those are opportunities that, you know, I was able to, uh, leverage into additional leadership positions as we, as we, uh, uh, grew our, our program. And I think that's what I do. I'm do, you know, I, I've been doing all my career is looking for those, those, uh, leadership positions to, to take, uh, my, uh, uh, my colleagues, uh, those my associates, uh, through their career and, and, and give them opportunities. That doesn't mean uh, a number of them haven't turned over and left and gone to other opportunities outside, but we have to provide internal opportunities in our own programs to the degree we can. So uh, basically, you know, that's uh, I think most program le most leaders of programs are are, are doing the same. Well, it sounds also that you were able to do a little bit more on on your intentions and not by force by external means, which is is uh, you know as most people would I think say is a better way to make change uh, for, if you're able to understand it first on your own as opposed to someone else kind of. Well, well, yeah, I think I, I can I can add Doug I can add to that that that's my present situation was much the same. Uh, you know, I I, I was. Uh, I was not. I applied for the chair position when the, our chair retired. It was a good friend and, and mentor of mine, Michael Rhodes, uh, who was a uh, former president, you know, former president of East, and uh, um, and uh, part of the original group uh, that founded East. And uh, you know, I, I, you know, his that that was a time of great transition in the organization uh, of the move uh, the organization to a more service line structure which is not unusual um it uh um changed uh, the uh, profile of the department uh, in many ways I, I the short story is i i, I was not uh, chosen as the chair and uh, i could uh, uh, understand with the the writings on the wall that uh, things were going to change, um, and uh, you know I, this was a good time to if I'm going to do it and if I was going to um, find another opportunity that was the time to do it. It was that's kind of a critical crossroads of uh, of making a decision or phase out uh, in the uh, present system. But I I, I took the risk um, of uh, as we've developed corporate trauma systems uh, all across the, the nation, uh, I was fortunate enough to, to, to uh, find uh, opportunity here at uh, University Hospitals uh, where we have uh, 
uh, a similar substrate to we had in Delaware, where we have level one, a level one uh, adult and children's hospital, and uh, and the four level threes associated with the system. So. Oh, I'm I'm glad you you brought up the new things, and you did talk a little bit about transition and, and why. But that's a, another thing we want to discuss: is what kind of mentoring did you get in, in making that decision? And I, we know you mentioned a little bit better. You've you've talked to people inside and out. But in this case, was it other other uh, trauma surgeons maybe that have made uh, similar moves, uh, or who who would you, who'd you go to for both? Both. Well, first and first and foremost, I went to Bill Schwab, another. President of East, <laughs> and talk to Mike Rotundo, another president. President of East, of East. <laughs> and, and discuss some of these things, and and then also Pat Riley, who are all good friends. And uh, you know, uh, the, the irony is uh, is that Dr. Schwab actually came uh, to uh, Cleveland to uh, evaluate and, and provide a consultation visit on the on the uh, uh, because this wasn't a level one trauma center. At uh, then Case Medical Center, and uh, um, you know it, it, it was a startup and uh, uh, had a lot to, to do. Now I wasn't brought here to, to be the uh, uh, um, the trauma medical director per se, but uh, it, it was right to actually oversee the the system that surrounded it and uh, and help and assist in the verification process. But with that said, yes, I used I used uh, several. Uh, means both internal, both uh, locally around uh, the Cleveland and Northeast Ohio area, knowing you know you know knowing the uh, um, the various uh, um, uh, various centers that surround uh, this area, and uh, knowing of the people, and then having. Uh, like Jeff Claridge and uh, yes, other there's a lot of good East men, men, yeah, uh, members uh, throughout the I, area. Exactly, and John Como, uh, you know, I knew these, you know, I knew them from East and uh, and other uh, or other organizations and and and, and counsel and, and use their counsel and their wisdom uh, of whether whether this is doable. I, I certainly didn't want to hit hurt the pre-existing. Uh, uh, you know, trauma system, uh, and, uh, you know, we're integrating right now, uh, with the, uh, the, the more mature, uh, system, uh, and that, that, that pre-existed here, so. So, one of the things that, uh, our committee wanted us to talk to you a little bit about was, uh, really towards the end of the career, um, and, and what, I, what I mean is, how do we help mentor people uh, as they're reaching the end of their career, uh, and and how can people recognize when they should be doing it on their own, and and when they don't? How can we help them realize that? Whether it's the surgeon that's just lost some of their skills, or uh, you know, is maybe eyesight or other things, uh, or or even ability to take overnight, you know, or twenty-four hour calls, or what it is. Um, what what have you as a more uh, administrative person towards the end or last part of your career, have you run into those issues and, and how did you help people or did they ask for guidance from you? Yeah, I, I you know, I, it, it's one knowing yourself uh, to some degree. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I still, still take an occasional night call and it, it hurts. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a, the recovery time is, is much slower and, uh, um, it could take two, two, three days to, to fully bounce back if it's a bad night. Even with the split shifts, we, we, we commonly do. So, um, but the, the, fa- the fact of the matter is, is, is that it is, it, this is a rigorous, uh, uh, clinical endeavor 
to do the kind of call and the kind of clinical service. Uh, on the other hand, I, 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 the easiest and the most enjoyable thing I do is the weeks of service. I, I mean, I, I'll do a week of service over a week of administration any day. Um, it's, that's the engagement. That's the mentoring. That's the teaching. And it's, it's you know, it's, for me, it's it, a lot of it's uh, relief uh, from uh, um, the stresses and strains of, of uh, administrative work, which is, is often tedious and uh, frustrating at times. Um, the the reason we do it is it's the only way to make it's the it's the performance it's the process improvement that we can uh, that we can achieve to to better our centers and, and address the issues that are, are so vexing in trauma care um, and uh, and uh, make the system better uh, that surrounds us so so that you know that the, the, those things uh, are I, as as far as so you need to know yourself. You need to understand that those who can't, or those who are not willing, um, you know. Fortunately, we have a, several safety nets. Uh, um, a lot of those are, 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 especially in an academic institution, are residents that we work with, and our, our nursing staffs, uh, our anesthesia staff. Uh, um, you know, they, they, uh, you know, you're being watched, especially uh, in the operating room. And, and uh, you know, in, in so many ways. So uh, I've had the opportunity several times to counsel uh, uh, one of my panel members uh, that it, maybe it's time. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and occasionally I've had to uh, release that, that member, um, especially if, uh, and, and most of those have been over, over, you know, over 60, uh, and, and uh, have been. Uh, it's just not. It's just not safe. Not safe for them, or not, and not safe for the obviously the patient or the staff surrounding them. Um, Do you think the performance uh, improvement side of things can help with that too? You know. I mean, oh well, I think that, that I think that, yeah. Well, this is peer review, and I, I think right. you, know, you know we're 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 obligated to to take that very seriously, and a lot of that is 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 you know is reported. Uh, and uh and you have to take those activities uh those incidents i should say um very seriously when you hear it and and you know it's it these generally you're dealing with very prideful individuals who who don't always like the news uh but you have an obligation to protect the patients uh we're responsible for and protect the staff we're responsible for so so those are hard to, those are crucial Conversations, hard conversations to have, but I've had them, and I believe they're very important and very a part of a trauma medical director's job uh, to uh, to do that. I, I think also uh, a chairman's job to do that. Um, I mean, if you're or if you're assigned to the peer review process, you need to you need to take that very seriously. Um, um, you know, we we have to we you know you know as well as as I do as uh, you know with our our focus on performance improvement. Uh, one of the things is is addressing uh, um, the uh, addressing errors and, and and potential harm, if not true, if not real harm. And that, that's that's one of the things that concern me. I think most people, most surgeons, recognize it and and find ways to mitigate that. Find you know find different paths. And I was, and to some degree, I've done done a lot of that. I've 
reduced my call burden. I've uh, focused on uh, things that I can, um, you know, that, that my stamina will allow me to do and uh, and continue to have the energy to, 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 to work through it. I enjoy what I do, and that's, that's important, um, uh, you know, in any in any job, but especially in our job, that you still have to have fun at it. Well, yeah, I, I think it's important uh, there you brought up. I mean, some of these go much more gracefully than others, but it does sound like uh, having some evidence and, and collection it would, is if for people that have to do this or haven't done it before, gathering the evidence to help the person understand is, is probably the best way to help when they're not uh, not understanding as much. But, but even a single event, I, I think I think a conversation is warranted if it's recognized to to, to just make sure that that the the, the person uh, who who it might be age it might be related to uh, uh, you know failing abilities um, recognizes it and, and uh, you know uh, again we we can't we, we have to we have to understand that and recognize that. Especially in the in the arena where we're in team-based resuscitations, team-based uh, um, in the in the OR and uh, and the ICU, we're under observation. So those those things don't go unnoticed. Uh, and uh, y- you've lived in that environment as well as much as I have. I mean that that's you know those things get recognized. Yes. They're, they're passed up the chain. They, they often uh, I shouldn't say often, but they, at times they're not. They're not dealt with because it's it's difficult, it's uh, uncomfortable, but they they must be dealt with. Well, we're getting close to the the end here, but I I did want to just kind of touch a little bit as 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 we're talking about the end of the career. Have have you run across some folks that really have gotten out of surgery, either helped out or done a little more on their own, and any suggestions or mentoring people that have left and how they take it? I mean, I, I know in our doctor's room we still have a few people that are 90 that come in for lunch every day because they just can't quite give up the fact that they, <laughs> they want to come into the hospital every day. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, hope, I hope I'm not doing that uh, myself, And I but how can we help uh, folks there, and have you run into that, and, and what have you suggested for those folks? Well, yeah, yeah, Doug, I, I've run into it, and I, I, and I agree with you. I, I hope I'm not <laughs> doing that <laughs> in my in my 80s and 90s, uh, coming into the hospital, and, and not, unless unless I'm truly, you know, a lot, especially in academic medicine, a lot of that is because they truly love it, and you know, as as an educator and a researcher, you can do that. Um, you know, it's it, 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 some of the physicality of our our, our, our jobs is um, reduced and reduced to the the point of of really really mentoring and educating uh, and being a, a kind of a professor emeritus in in the, in the field. Um, I, I just was laughing because I was in my uh, the senior staff dining room, uh, and uh, that's, that's exactly what you see, you see there. <laughs> you know, I, I was trying to trying to get a sandwich, and uh, you know, d- you know, put it in one of those carton boxes, and and the people sitting there are all you know, are all the our senior sir, senior surgeons and senior staff, all all having a nice lunch, and I brought in and run out in ten minutes. So, uh, but a- anyways. Uh, yeah, I I think I think uh, I've had several colleagues uh, modify their career uh, and d- are doing right now, even at my age, what they love. 
Um, and, and more power to them, uh, or, or, or change, change careers or change, or, or, or look at a different, uh, approach to their career. Um, get, you know, this is a rigorous field. Uh, and I think you, you just have to know yourself, talk to your significant other, um, talk to your family, uh, and ma- make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Uh, you know, I, the, the, our, our, you know, I, I do this because I I, I I truly love what I do, and uh, when I stop loving what I do, uh, then it's time to move on. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, and and you know, I I, I needed I, I thought I had one more uh, big thing in my life uh, relative to job ambition and aspiration, and this is it. Uh, I fully expect uh, to. Uh, Put a foundation uh, in here, and uh, and then uh, um, look for another phase of my my career, and, and probably one that that's winding down. Um, uh, but I, I tell you, uh, because of uh, um, what East has done, I, I'll certainly uh, uh, participate in East and East events uh, to the you know uh, until until I can't. So, uh, I I truly love the organization. Well, thanks for getting another plug-in for Ethan there. I was going to mention, too, that people should look for the mentoring sessions that we'll have uh, uh, throughout in the program book at at the uh, East meeting in January. Um, As we finish up, uh, I want to say thanks, but are there any other thoughts that we don't think we've touched or anything you wanted to, to, to express? Yeah, for, this is for really for our membership. I mean, I, I think that's that's the uh, that is what East is all about is to uh, bring uh, the seniors and and uh, the members together. Uh, to, and, and that interaction is 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 of paramount importance. And, and I don't think we should uh, underestimate it, and certainly not dismiss it. That that uh, you know. Uh, the the uh, the senior memberships are there to mentor, uh, and so come on up, ask us uh, who we are, and uh, if you don't know us, and uh, and and ask us some of the tough questions of the profession, and and let us help you with your careers, um, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, we can elevate the field going forward. 